Hello, and welcome to the Royal Hour Podcast, hosted by the one and only Prince Onyx. Join me on a daily to weekly basis with the Royal Court and I as we delve deep into a wide range of topics. From entertainment to politics, both professional and streetwise, to personal stories of things that we've experienced. From dating troubles to family drama and (laughs) even our own tea that'll get spilled. All from a Chicago perspective that at times can be viewed as worldly. You can find us on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, and more. This is a show that you don't want to miss. Thanks for tuning in. Hey guys, what's going on? It's your good guy here, Prince Onyx. I just want to say first and foremost, thank you to the Anchor FM app because without it, the Royal Hour podcast would have never been able to see the light of day. Here at Anchor FM, it is a free 99 app that allows you to record and edit your podcast with all the tools that are available to you. And again, did I mention that it is totally free? Oh yeah, it is free, free, free. And this app is free. Da 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 da. It's free. It's the free ninety nine for me. With this app, of course, like I said, it's free. You get to edit and record your podcast. You have all the tools available. And it is distributed to other podcast platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many more. So be sure to join Anchor FM today and let them know that the Royal Hour podcast by Prince Onyx sent you. Thank you. Ciao. (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. What's up? What's up? Welcome back to the Royal Hour podcast with your good guy here, Prince Onyx. So, so, so. Hey, 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 you guys. Love y'all. Love y'all. You know what? I'm manifesting that. The Royal Hour podcast is going to have one of the hugest followings like the read and the friend zone, not to compare myself to them or anything like that. It's just these are podcasters who I've been listening to over the years and I have enjoyed their content. I've went to a couple of live shows. I've I remember. Oh, my God. I remember the time me and Tiana, if you are listening, we had went to see the read and it was actually a graduation gift to me. So thank you for that. This was back in 2016 and we had went to see them and Asante was there. Dustin was there. I want to say Fran was there. I don't think she was there, but I know Dante and and, and Dante. Jesus Christ, I I fused their names. Dragon Ball Z, okay? Dustin and Asante were there. Um, And that's also when where me me and Tiana met Ashley Miller. Hey, Ash, if you're listening, she's also going to be my future business manager. Like, Ashley went to school for business. Um, I've been subscribing to her YouTube channel for, for like over a little bit over a decade now. Um, found her when I was in college and yeah, she's just so fucking dope and yeah, she's going to be my business manager. I'm manifesting a lot of shit. Like when I tell y'all and I'm pretty sure y'all already know who I'm finna say. And if y'all don't damn, how dare y'all not know who I was going to say? I want to have, when it comes to my music career, I want to have the same career as Mariah the Scientist in the sense of where it's like, I'm low key with my fame, but I'm making money and I'm successful. I'm comfortable. I have uh, supporters who love the fuck out of me. And here's the thing. Look, I'm going to tell y'all this right now. When I start dropping music, trust me, y'all will not have to bully me like me and the Mariah the Scientist uh, fans have to damn near uh, bully our girl into giving us music. <laughs> we be like, girl, give us the shit. Like, <laughs> Trust me, y'all will not have to bully me, child. I will be like, all right, look, y'all going to get this on album number what, such and such, okay? Um, but I just love how on the business side of things, she owns 100% of her shit. Like, she literally leases her music to RCA. You know what I'm saying? They own nothing when it comes to her. Um, I can't say that for her uh, for her label mates, but, you know, that's a whole nother conversation. But anyway, to get all that out of the way, I'm just manifesting a lot right now, and I'm just speaking things into existence because I you have to believe what you are saying when it comes to positive things. But see, in the hoodoo folklore... There was this tale of a time when Satan had went up to heaven and he grabbed some angels. He was grabbing all t- he was grabbing angels and he had a handful. He had two handfuls. He had some angels in his mouth. He even had them wrapped around in his tail and he was on his way to, you know, to hell or whatever. So this man looked up in the sky. He saw Satan 
and was like, Satan, what you doing? Are you, whatever he asked him. And Satan opened his mouth to say, yeah, like he was taking, oh, yeah, I'm taking these angels to hell. And all the angels flew out of his mouth. And the next thing you know, when he's trying to catch them, the other angels, he released them and they flew back up. So then the devil kept going back up to the sky a number of three times. He kept going back up a number of three times. And the third, I think it was the third time when the same man who kept seeing the devil and who kept seeing Satan in the sky and kept asking him, what you doing, Satan? The third time Satan just said, mm hmm, kept his mouth closed and proceeded on about his day. So the message and the takeaway from that folklore is that when it comes to your blessings and good things like that, it's good to hold things to your chest. And that's one of the things that I've learned as I'm a part of um, Hoodoo Conjure and Root Work by Seer Bayo and, to and Madam Toya, <laughs> um, the two-headed doctor herself, um, is that, you know, a lot of the stuff that we are learning, it's best to keep it to your chest just because this is some shit that, like, not everybody should have privy to or have knowledge to, you know what I'm saying? But that's another conversation for you know, later in the future. Uh, but anyway... Yeah, I just I'm just really big on manifesting stuff, but I also keep a lot of shit to my chest. Like I purposefully will hide stuff from from my family, like, you know, not tell them anything until it's done or or yeah, really until it's done. Like if you ask if they ask where I'm going, if I'm heading out, yeah, I'll tell you where I'm going and then you just have to find out once the stuff is done. But I'm not about to you know, just be telling you stuff just because you got to be watchful of even your own family, because a lot of people don't realize that our families oftentimes and this is a bit of a tangent for the little intro, but our families oftentimes can really play a role in our downfall in our downfall as far as us being stuck and finding ourselves becoming complacent just like them and following the leader of sorts because you want to be comfortable. But sometimes you have to be uncomfortable in order to be comfortable. I mean, don't get it twisted. Yes, I have a nine to five, but I'm a filmmaker and a songwriter and a musician outside of this shit. But until that, my art career, my art shit starts to really pop and I'm making money to where it's like, girl, I don't need this fucking job. You best believe I'm going to be here. And I had to really have that conversation with myself that like Arkira is okay. Like Prince Onyx is okay. Like the world will still get to know who you are. Hell, look at Tamar. It didn't, it took her till she was what in her like mid thirties, late thirties or whatever to like really have the career that she wanted because the Braxton sisters tried to have their singing career, but they kept getting compared to Tony because she was the more famous sibling, you know? Um, and that's the thing too, when it comes to having Famous siblings, Ooh, excuse me, having famous siblings, whether it's like Brandy and Ray J, Tony Braxton and, and her sister and the Braxton sisters. Uh, I'm trying to see who the hell Aaliyah and her brother Rashad, because Rashad was um he was getting into filmmaking and like editing and directing and stuff like that. And I feel like had she would have still been alive. Like they definitely would have created films together, created projects together. And it would have been dope because he definitely had a role in um helping out with the editing part. Uh, for his sister, for her last film, Queen of the Dam, and I think it was rumored that he like he did some of the voice acting too, like some of the uh, ADR, which is interesting if he did. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, you know. So I just I say that to say that like I just for me I just I hide my blessings. I keep shit close to my chest. Like I don't tell people, even my closest friends, I don't tell them shit until shit hits, until shit pops. You know what I'm saying? Until shit goes through. You never want to say when something falls through, because if it falls through, that means that it the plans failed, you know? So I like to keep shit close to my chest, but I also like to speak out my manifestations just because sometimes, like I did just now with, you know, how I want that Mariah the Scientist career in the sense of like, she literally blew up off of an EP that she uploaded on SoundCloud after her ex- um, had, you know, basically shitted on her and, 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 you know, turned her down and made fun of her music and she fucked around and she then went on, well, she went on tour with, she went on tour with Tory Lanez and I only say, you know, that y'all know why I have the energy behind that. Um, you know, went on tour with him. He signed her to his management company label imprint. I don't know how to hear what it is, but she's, she signed to his management company label imprint. But she's but RCA is like her home, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Like they distribute the the music so that we, the consumers, can get it. You know what I'm saying? So there's that. Um, and, you know, 
yeah, I, I just love how she really just blew up and came out of nowhere. It was like, yo, you know, and she's vocally, man, she's getting better with each concert. Man, she really has been in the damn rehearsal studio rehearsing and training her voice to where she can hit them notes and she's having she's becoming more comfortable on stage because that's what I noticed with like a girl like her and Mariah, not Mariah, <laughs> Summer Walker and Mariah the Scientist is that they are both like awkward black girls where it's kind of like, ooh, I don't really want to perform in front of people, but I'm an artist and I have to. All right, cool. Fuck it. But let I got to get I got to really get accustomed to it. And I feel like over time, we're definitely seeing Mariah get accustomed to it. Um, Summer. I feel like she just she she's gonna do what she has to do. She's gonna show up, do what she has to do, and call it a day. She you know she's gonna do it, and she's gonna gonna do it to the best of her ability until her social media her social meter runs out. You know, like uh like that that light in your car letting you know that you need gas or check engine light. Uh, when that when her social meter light uh goes out when her social meter social meter. <laughs> engagement goes off and that light has to go off in her head yeah you can then tell that she's checked out but you know hey the concert and the show must go on but anyway (laughs) um going back to the thing because i had mentioned tori lanes and again i'm going into another tangent so recently uh there was a report that came out talking about a doctor who treated megan for the bullet wounds to her feet said that she actually did step on glass instead when in fact that was a lie because she only told the cops that and the doctors that so that they nobody would get in trouble or worst case scenario motherfuckers wouldn't get shot and killed but after the cops had got done questioning her the doctor came into the room and was like ma'am those are actual bullet fragments in your feet so where i'm getting at is that there's no way in heaven hell earth or purgatory that an actual doctor would risk their career and their license and break HIPAA, basically violate the HIPAA laws and say, you know, that, oh, they, oh, she really stepped on glass. She didn't, those weren't really, you know, bullet fragments. She didn't really get shot at or shot in her feet because unless he, she, or they, that doctor was bought on the stand, that's different. But the trial has not even started yet. So you see how they keep trying to spin the narrative that we should not believe Megan. And I'm really tired of the pick Misha's and the these weird niggas who want to dick ride Tory Lanez. It's like, y'all have abandonment issues and daddy issues to the max where y'all really attack. Y'all is grown as men, really man boys, because you're trying to relive your adolescence in your adult life. That second childhood syndrome. Yeah, that, you know, Peter Pan syndrome. Yeah, that's some real shit among a lot of black men. And a lot of y'all are so hellbound to the to to idolize and stick up for guys like an R. Kelly, a Tory Lanez, a Bill Cosby, uh the baby, um, motherfucking Trey Songs, uh who else, who else? Just a, a plethora of, of problematic black men, hell, future, uh, uh, just a plethora of problematic black men who you know wouldn't piss on you if you was on fire and would much rather be pissing in or on your chick, okay, before they piss on you to to cool the fire off, okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, they'll probably throw a stack of money on your ass while your fucking tor- while your body is just burning and the money just burns with it, okay? I'm just saying, like, because these niggas is into some foul shit. That's a whole nother conversation. Anti-way. Anti-motherfucking way. Yeah, it just um I'm I'm tired, y'all. I'm so tired. Like I could go on a rant and drag the pick me's and, and these bitches again, but it's like, you know what? I already did that enough and I don't even feel bad about it. Yes, I did call them pick me's black bitches because they are black. They are black, and I'm gonna leave it at that. But it's like y'all ain't women. Because real women would have common sense and logic and not go to, oh, let me gaslight, let me stick up for this man who has clear who, who clearly has a record of abuse, but let me stick up for him because, again, I've been programmed and my mind has been warped into thinking that all black men are innocent, when, in fact, not all of them are. But y'all not really ready for that conversation. So, yeah, we're just going to, uh, should, should, should we cha-cha slide and slide to the left? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is, is that, yeah, motherfuckers need to just leave Megan alone. I can't wait for this case and this trial to officially be done because, man, here's the thing. Whatever the verdict comes out to be, y'all going to drag her either way. 
if she wins, y'all gonna drag her. If she loses, which I really doubt it, but if she were to lose, which really is the the state is really going after him. Like she's the victim in all this, but the state and the LAPD, you know, the state of California and LAPD, they're the ones who are going after him because it's like, dude, you had a firearm, you shot it. Like a lot of laws were broken, but you also harmed somebody in the way, in, in the process and could have killed them. And for people who are like, oh, I knew that bitch was lying because a week later she was tw- uh, doing a video twerking and she was da 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 do y'all not realize how much excruciating pain she must have been in while having to be on her feet? Because y'all do realize these artists have obligations. And if they were to pull out, especially these newer artists, if they were to pull out of engagements prior to an incident happening, they would get looked at bad and possibly blackballed and all types of shit. They would lose out on money and opportunities because whether you are a black entertainer and you're mainstream or you're the regular average Joe Schmo, we are trained on, and our minds are warped under the boots of capitalism to work, 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 work. And I ain't talking no Rihanna, but we are trained to work and work and work and fucking work. Hell, I came across a tweet earlier today, Friday, May, yeah, Friday 13th, Friday, May 13th, Friday the 13th, May. <laughs> I came across a tweet today where a girl was literally saying how her one of her coworkers, a girl who was 28, mind you, she died. She died on the job. And mind you, the job even had to, they were begging her. Her job was begging her to take off work. But she just kept working, kept working, kept working, probably was getting triples, doubles, whatever overtime she could get because, you know, rent is due, bills is due. Oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to stunt for the gram. I got to stunt for a bunch of fucking strangers who I don't fucking know, but I got to stunt for them to show them that I got a better life than them because I hustle, because I work, I this, I that. Bitch, you you ain't never finna catch me doing no shit like that. And rest in peace and power to that young woman because it is sad that at 28, she died. Lord knows her family is 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 a wreck right now. They are a fucking wreck right now. So for you know, I say all that says like no ain't no telling again what type of excruciating pain Megan was in while performing. But she had to save face because if she cracked and gave way, y'all would drag her. Just like hell when Beyonce had failed that time and she she asked for people not to post that video on YouTube and they did anyway. But luckily the video got taken down, I believe. But it's like you know like. Not to compare Megan to Beyonce, I'm just saying that it's like when celebrities fuck up and have real, you know, real, you know, real motherfuckers, real niggas fuck up. You know what I'm saying? They have a slip and fall. They something is going on. You know, they feel a bunch of embarrassment, first hand embarrassment, second hand embarrassment, third hand embarrassment, fourth person embarrassment, all types of embarrassment because the whole world is is seeing that. So ain't no telling how much pain she is in. And on top of that, those fra- there are still some fragments that are still in her feet. So Lord knows how much pain she may actually be in at times. But she has to save face. She has to save face because we dehumanize black celebrities so much. We dehumanize black celebrities so freaking much because it it helps us to escape if we can consume in a cannibalistic manner, someone else and their plight and their pain that they are covering up by buying expensive jewelry, rapping about how, you know, we the consumers ain't shit or how we a bunch of average bitches and broke niggas and da 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 And, you know, it's like we, we're so lost. We're so fucking lost as a people. And it's really sad. And I, I, I pray and I wonder, is all the praying even worth it? Is praying even worth trying to ask the Lord to deliver us from the chains that still bind us? The chains of colorism, the chains of featureism, the chains of consumerism of our black celebrities, the, de- the dehumanization and inhumane treatment of both the average citizen and of the black, the black average citizen and the black celebrity. To be freed from this need to abuse our bodies and sell our bodies by way of OnlyFans that make you feel like you're sexually liberated, but you're not. To just, it's like, yo, like, I, I don't know what spirit is on me right now, but I'm, I'm going to get this shit off my chest because we, we sell ourselves so much. Um... We, we we abuse ourselves so much. We give in to our vices so much. We allow for 
we allow for, oh God, because I don't want to get emotional, y'all. Like we just allow for this world to tell us how to think, how to feel, how to be and how to process, how to cope, how to how to heal and 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 how to move, how to groove, how to talk, how to that or this to where we separate ourselves from our culture and we separate ourselves from our truest form and our and our placating and being someone's puppet. And the puppet master, we all know who they are and it's more than one. So when are we going to be free, you guys? When? When are we going to be free? I just I don't know. And I just, I hope it's soon. And I really don't give a fuck how anybody feels about what I just said. Because <laughs> the intel I have on some certain things, oh, you bitches are finna be so hurt come later this year. But I will save that for later. Because um, <laughs> as much as I would love to roast you bitches, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all breathe. I'm gonna let y'all breathe. Because, yeah, I'm gonna let y'all breathe. For now. <laughs> anyway, I got to pay some bills um, so that I don't be a broke bitch like some of y'all. You know, that's word that are our, our Fletcher. <laughs> anyway, let me pay some bills and I'll be right back. I'm pretty sure most of you are familiar with the line from the notorious B.I.G. Black and ugly as ever. However, so I'm here to tell you about Black and Ugly, a clothing line where the phrase itself is an oxymoron and it is not everything that you think. Rather, it's everything you think it's not. Here at Black and Ugly, you are going to find unique pieces of clothing from hats to hoodies to sweatpants to camouflage pants to backpacks to little pins that you can put on your backpack as well as your clothing down to jackets, hockey shirts, so on and so forth. And mind you, this is not your typical average wear. No, this is wearable art created by a black woman for for the people by the people. This is like FUBU 2.0. Black and ugly. It's everything that you think it's not. Be sure to head on over there and let them know that the Royal Hour, Prince Onyx, sent you. Ow. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Royal Hour podcast with your good guy, Prince Onyx here. Sorry if I'm sounding real monotone and like I don't give a fuck. My energy is just kind of a little bit low. This week has been dragging and child. Okay, fuck it. Long story short, because I'm going to keep it above with y'all. So my job, right? Because I do security. Now, we have a, a specific, a specific, damn, that's a hard word to say, child. A specific contract that is different than the contract of the people who work in the building, okay? The people who work in the building, we are both the same company, but they work for the entire building and their contract is different versus our contract. So, long story short, we were supposed to get our raise back in fucking January and it's May. So, Come to find out, you know, the company has basically been lying to us and fucking us around for the past five months. And all, all I'm going to say is it's being handled now because it's like, bitch, how dare you try to withhold my fucking raise and then lie to me and tell me that the raise is going to go into effect next month? Why the fuck do I got to wait another month for my shit? And on top of that, you know what? <sighs> shit is going to get handled. That's all I'm going to say, because, I, again, I just told y'all that folklore about not you know, saying your blessings out loud, shit is going to get handled. And when it does get handled, I'll come back to y'all and let y'all know what the fuck is up. Cause when I tell y'all, I don't give a fuck how much I am growing and maturing and all of that shit, especially from last year, I still get busy on bitches. Don't think I won't work a bitch in a minute to make that bitches fuck, make both them bitches hair fall out. Y'all know who the fuck y'all are, even though y'all not fucking listening to the show. And even if y'all was bitch, try me. I, you know what? Do, do something that you're going to fucking regret. Cause don't, 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 don't talk shit and try to get buck in your chest if you ain't ready to get punched in that same fucking chest. I punch bitches for fun. Fuck is you talking about? Anyway, dirty ass bitches, any fucking way. I want to talk about a topic that is near and dear to me as a black gay man, black same gender loving man. So recently I came across a tweet on Twitter. It was from a guy, a gay guy who was saying how he was talking to this bisexual dude one time. And the bisexual dude basically told him that, oh, well, I'm not in a financial space to date women right now. So I'm just going to fuck on these niggas because men don't really expect much. Essentially, in his eyes and in many eyes and mindset of many bisexual and pansexual men, 
us as gay men are basically fucking placeholders to them. And this is why I'm going to be honest with you for me. I'm going to speak for my goddamn self. But this is why for me, it is so hard for me to want to even date a bisexual man. Because here's the thing. I don't give a fuck about trying to compete with a woman because I know that I can't. I don't have a vagina. I'm not looking to have a fucking womb transplant, a, a plasty vagina, none of that shit. I'm not looking for none of that shit. I just know that I can't I, I can't do what a woman can do for you. And my thing is, this is why I've been more and more in favor of bisexual and pansexual people being just non-monogamous. Because I like, here's the thing. You can be monogamous as a bisexual person, but there's low-key always going to be a, a, a fucking stopwatch or a ticker, a timer in your head that's going off for when this relationship is going to end. And then you just go to the other gender or go or you stay stay with the same gender or whatever the case is, going back and forth, back and forth. And the reason why I feel as though y'all get a lot of backlash is because of we as the as gay as gay men and then shit for the gay for the lesbians who do who make it their mission not to fuck with bisexual women because they feel like y'all are, in their words, psychedikes. That's their words that they use against y'all. They feel like bisexual women be faking it and that y'all just using them as a fetish to get your rocks off. And, you know, just to say that, oh, I kissed a girl and I liked it on some Katy Perry shit. But for me, though, as a gay man, I just feel like this. If a bisexual or pansexual man was to tell me that essentially I was a placeholder to him, nigga, you're getting punched in your face. Better yet, I ain't even going to do that. I'm not even going to allow you to get me into that space. I'm just not going to talk to you no more. Because... By that logic, you really ain't trying to fuck with me long term. You don't see a five year relationship, a 10 year relationship. You don't even see marriage with me. But little miss, you know, Tina or Kelly or whatever, who you end up with, the woman of your dreams. Oh, you see marriage and and a house and kids and, and the white picket fence with her. But you don't see that with me. Okay, so guess what? Go find a, a go find one of these dudes who is desperate enough to be a placeholder to be your emotional cum dump and see how that works out. Because I'm guaranteeing when when he finally wakes up and realizes that he was used just because first of all, just because going to that original message, the tweet that the guy has said about the bisexual dude, dude, if you broke, just say that. But to to make it seem like, oh, well, man, or just settle for anything. That's that bullshit mentality I'm talking about. It's the same bullshit mentality of, oh, well, men are just naturally more sexual beings and da-da-da-da-da. Y'all realize y'all are excusing piss-poor behavior when it comes to communication, sex, sexual relations, consent, rape culture. Y'all are basically saying, oh, well, men are just natu naturally horny and they just can't help it. Men are just overtly horny and overtly sexual. And it's all right for them to just fuck, 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 fuck. And that's why a lot of these niggas' dicks can't even fucking stay hard. Imagine a nigga hitting it from the back and his dick is is halfway limp. It's like a half halfway hard chub, like a fucking gummy worm inside your asshole is trying to stretch you out. And he's getting harder while he's inside of you. Therefore, and putting you in excruciating fucking pain. But you're just supposed to fucking take it. Bitch, please. Y'all got me fucked up. Like, y'all, I just I can't get with it. Like bisexual dudes who feel as though gay men are placeholders. Fuck y'all. Real talk. Fuck y'all. The same for you pan pansexual niggas, too, because, again, the reason why y'all asses, all of y'all be getting backlash from both the streets and the gays is because we all feel like we're being fucking played by y'all. Like, no, bitch, I'm sorry, not sorry, but some of us cannot feel like you can be monogamous. And I'm not saying that the bisexual nigga ain't going to wouldn't cheat with another man. You know what I'm saying? It's like, child, look, because niggas going to cheat regardless. That's unfortunate, but niggas going to cheat. And if you're going to cheat, you damn sure should not be uh, non-monogamous or polyamorous or polygamous because in those communities, they don't do that cheating shit. So don't try to do that shit to scapegoat and explain away your cheatations. Don't try that shit. Don't because you're going to look like a fucking idiot. Okay. Fuck out of here. I'm sorry, but it's like niggas who be swinging both ways. It's like, Get the fuck away from me. I need my man to know that he like niggas, period. Like, any inclination that you like women, I'm I'm probably finna just friends on you, my nigga. And we'll be friends. We will. We will be friends. But I'm not finna... Nope. We not finna get in between the sheets. We not finna be somebody rocking, knocking the boots. You ain't finna be knocking my boots, but you can knock hers now while you are also wearing her boots. Bitch. Like, fuck out of here. Like, I just, I don't care how that sounds to anybody. I just, for me, because again, I was at a point where I was like being open-minded to the idea. And I still, I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm gonna give it up. 
I still would date and entertain a bisexual guy, but I got to know your mentality. If you're coming to me with that mentality of, oh, well, you're just a placeholder until the right woman comes along for me, then fuck you, nigga. Fuck you. Fuck you. Because you're not going to use me. Because here's the thing. A lot of y'all be having so much internalized homophobia within y'all that is perpetuated onto y'all. Because a lot of you bisexual niggas and pansexual niggas can't even really be yourselves. Because when that the woman of your dreams comes along, how many of y'all are going to even tell her that, hey, I'm bisexual. I have dated men, but I am with you. You know what I'm saying? Y'all wouldn't even get, get be able to be like, hey, I'm with you. Yes, I fucked around with niggas before, men before in the past, but... I'm with you now, and that's all that matters. Because she's going to automatically think, oh, you got AIDS, HIV, oh my God, get away from me. Ah." They're going to think that ignorant shit because, you know, unfortunately, women, especially black women, are very homophobic and biphobic. However, a lot of y'all have internalized homophobia, and y'all exert that and exude that and take that out on the same niggas who y'all are fucking. Y'all take that out on the same niggas who y'all are fucking. So it's like, y'all get mad. Man, look. My thing is y'all get mad because y'all can't live in y'all real truths and y'all wonder why a lot of us be like, nigga, you ain't bad. You just gay. <laughs> like you just gay because it's like, yo, it's just. And you know what? My my friend who is non-binary and pansexual and a polyamorous and they're poly bitch. So don't get it twisted and don't come from my friend. But they were me and them were having a conversation a while back and they was like. It was like, Arkira, I'm realizing a lot of gay dudes all of a sudden want to be bisexual. And that ain't sitting well in my spirit. And I was like, what do you mean? And they was just like, I just, it's just funny to me how these same dudes was just gay a couple of years ago. Now, all of a sudden they buy. And mind you, I'm all for, you know, people exploring themselves because sexuality is a spectrum. But that shit just ain't sitting right. And it seems like they just being indecisive and they just doing this and that. And I was shook. Because I'm just like, whoa, normally I would be the one saying this shit. But my friend, who, again, is poly, non-binary, and pansexual, was just like, yo, I'm seeing what the, what you've been saying years ago. Because years ago I was saying it. I was like, friend, I feel like I feel like motherfuckers going to be, like, faking the funk. And sure, sure of the fuck enough, the shit then came to fucking pass. The shit then came to fucking pass. I'm telling y'all, I'm a fucking prophet. I'm a fucking prophet. I see things early on. I spot them, spot them, and I got them. Okay, like spot them, got them in this motherfucker. I spot them and I got them, and I call shit out before it hits the fan. Don't tell me that that ain't some some low key clairvoyant shit, bitch. I'm just like Destiny from X Men. Fuck is you talking about, huh? Huh? Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. I'm sorry, but it's just like, bitch. Y'all niggas, it's like, man, look. If you want to be, if you want to pretend to be bisexual, go right ahead. But when the jig is up and your car gets pulled and it's revealed that you are one of the girls. Oh, okay. Then, then, then have a fucking conversation with me, but you won't, you fucking won't. And we can have a conversation. We can have a conduct conducive, you know, productive, mature conversation. We can have that. But how many of y'all really want to have that conversation? Yes, sexuality sure the fuck is a spectrum, but it's just mighty funny that a lot of y'all, I feel like, yes, people are fine. We are in the age of Aquarius, right? Information is in abundance. People are finding out things about themselves, exploring different options, exploring themselves and healing past and present traumas in order to move forth and move on into the world and into the future that can hopefully be brighter, fingers crossed. But with the way this administration, huh, Biden and company, you know, y'all Uncle Joe and um, Auntie Kamala are moving under, again under this Democratic shit. We are really pulling. They are really pulling a lot of shit back on us. You got Roe v. Wade that's under attack. Next will be gay marriage. Hell, they already are. Yeah. They're attacking abortions, contraceptives, plan B, condoms. They basically just say, fuck STDs at this point. Like they are literally, they're making it to where this is some handmaiden's tail shit under this administration. But we'll talk about that another day. But anyway, in this age of Aquarius, people are finding out more about themselves. And I applaud it. I fucking applaud it because people do need to live in their truth and find out more about themselves. However, don't go faking the funk and don't be bullshitting me and don't be bullshitting other people. Then when we call you out on your bullshit, you want to get mad fucking defensive. That's the problem with a lot of y'all. A lot of y'all get so fucking defensive as if y'all are about to scrap when we know damn well you are not. You ain't about that life. So quit trying to be about that life before somebody sits your ass down and folds your ass up like a goddamn folding chair down to the damn cookout, bitch. How about that? How the fuck about that? Let's fucking talk about it.
Let's fucking talk about it. Here's the thing. When I was in high school, I thought I was bisexual up until senior year. But truth be told, I knew at the age of seven that I was gay. But in high school, I picked up the, the idea and thought the idea was, you know, let me just say I'm bi. I like both because I wanted to be different because, yeah, I dealt with some internalized homophobia. Hell, I still did up until shit, probably the age of 23, 24, probably like, yeah, I dealt with that shit. I fucking dealt with that shit. But again, by senior year rolled around in high school, I'm like, yeah, I like dick, period, point blank, period. Even though, yes, I took a girl to prom who was my first girlfriend for like all of two weeks um, during my senior year. And she was a sophomore. But again, that was because, again, I was trying to prove something to every fucking body. We all go through that phase. But when you are a fucking adult, who the fuck are you still trying to prove shit to? Who are you still trying to prove shit to? Tell me. Because if it's, it's if, if it's strangers online or in real life who, who who don't who ain't paying your bills who ain't fucking you who ain't loving on you who ain't taking care of you who ain't making sure that you got like two hundred dollars on your cash app in the morning then bitch who are you trying to impress and why who are you trying to prove a point to and why and if it's yourself I need you to look and start with the man in the mirror I am definitely asking you idiots to change your ways okay can I get an amen. Okay, like fuck out of here. Hello, <laughs> shit. In the words of uh, my homeboy Mike, uh, Michael Butler. Hello, okay. From cultures for the uh, conversations for the culture podcast. Shout out to them. It's like I just for me, for me, I just <sighs> again I'm open to the idea of dating a bisexual or pansexual nigga. But the moment you let me know, or if I. If there's even signs, them little red flags that I used to ignore, but now I'm paying attention to them because hindsight is twenty twenty. If there are those little fucking signs that I am just a placeholder for you, my nigga, this is not going to last long. You better cut your losses now because you're not finna hurt my feelings that have me out here listening and jamming out to a Mary J. Blige soundtrack. Life may be only what you make it when you're feeling down. You should never fake it. Like, bitch, you ain't finna have me singing my life, my life, my life, my life in the sunshine. If you look in my life, you see what I see. If you look into my eye, bitch, no. Fuck that and fuck y'all. Now, how you like me, ho? I like my niggas stri- strictly dickly, okay? Shit. In the words of Lady of Rage, because when it comes to sex, I'm strictly dickly. They quickly, quickly, like eeny meeny. I said, man, bitch, please don't get me up in here rapping, child. Ugh, might fuck around and cast a spell on some of y'all niggas. <laughs> Can you imagine? Ooh, child. Better yet, if I was, if, man, look, if mutant powers existed, I would definitely be that mutant that, like, would definitely be on somebody's most wanted list. Because I would just be, man, sign me up, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, because, child, fuck all this X-Men shit. <laughs> Like I look, I'll I'll be cool with the X Men, but it's like, bitch, look, I want to be a villain, cause bitch, like you can just do whatever you you can do whatever you like. Damn, can I still sing that? You can do whatever you like. Psych. <laughs> I just, ooh, child, I mm, for real, y'all. Like I just, it's like why bullshit? You know what I'm saying? And then that guy who was tweeting about the bisexual dude. So the bisexual dude ended up hitting him up because the. A tweet went viral and he was like nigga i tried to take you out two times and you had paid the dust and da 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 you ain't really want to fuck with me da 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 and homeboy was just like oh well this is awkward yeah that's a whole nother conversation because you were like people got to really be mindful of when they are talking about people in their tweets because when the shit goes viral and the person who you are talking about catches wind of that they will hit you up and also it was because old boy, the gay dude, he wanted to be a kept bitch. He wanted to be a kept woman. He was like, oh, I'm a lady. You know, treat me nice and buy me things and da-da-da-da. He wanted to be one of them kept bitches, which, you know, being a kept bitch is nice, but you got to realize this. Y'all, now I'm pivoting and segueing over into another conversation. This whole idea that the tops are supposed to be the providers and the bottoms are just supposed to be the kept bitches, the kept woman, the, you know, the lady of the house, the housewife needs to die because we are trying to bend and fold and go into the heteronormativity activity. <laughs> Try saying that five times fast. The heteronormativity activity of being of being of where the top is the man and the bottom is the woman. That's bullshit. We are both men at the end of the day. We both have penises and testicles, assholes and mouths. And 
we're still men at the end of the fucking day. No matter how film this, no matter how film the bottom is, hell, no matter how film the top is, we're still men at the end of the day. You should be providing for yourselves. And then if you guys decide to provide for each other, that's fine. Or go Dutch on different on dates and, oh, I'll take care of this. And then the other guy takes care of this. Whatever the case is, you can. Def- the, that's why being gay, we have more freedom to define our own relationships. We don't have to fall under that bullshit spectrum of, oh, I'm the guy because I'm the I'm the top and you're the bottom because you're the girl because you're the bottom. Fuck that. Because a lot of y'all are leading into essentially prostitution, but it's worse in a sense of being the whole sugar baby, sugar daddy mentality. Because if someone has to pay for your affection, if someone has to buy your love, bitch, they own you. That like like y'all need to watch the documentary of, of former sugar babies where they detailed how horrific shit was once they moved in with their sponsor. Once they moved in with their sugar daddy, it was you can't eat this. You can't eat certain shit. You can't dress this way. You can't do this. You can't do that. It was a lot of you cannot. But here's what you can do because I say so because I'm funding your fucking lifestyle. Y'all motherfuckers want to be a kept bitch so fucking bad. Again, and I gotta blame. I gotta hold black music accountable. I gotta hold my my, my my female rappers who be who be talking about this shit. I gotta hold them accountable. Yes, the songs go off in the club. You know the Sugar Baby song by Megan. Oh, you want a bad bitch? Well, I need a nigga with some money and a long dick. Buy me everything in my car. Ain't you my boyfriend? Invest in this pussy, boy. Support black business. You know the song goes up. It's a bop. But you gotta realize that yo, y'all wanna be kept. A kept bitch, you want to be bought and paid for, that man will own you. And it's only going to get worse. That man will own you. And once he owns you, there's no way out. There's no way out. You're fucked. You're you're fucked. So good luck trying to get out because it's not going to happen. It's not. It's not going to happen. It's not. So good luck. (laughs) Good fucking luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Good fucking luck with that. Because y'all really want to be bought and paid for and then should I fuck around and be getting abused and then y'all want to run to the timeline. Oh, help me. I ain't finna help nobody who wanted to be a kept bitch. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'll, I will help somebody who really, really got into a fucked up situation before I, before I help somebody who willingly signed up to be a, to be a, someone's punching bag and emotional cum dump. Okay? Fuck out of here. Like, nah, y'all got me fucked up. Sorry. Not fucking sorry fuck out of here anyway once again i gotta pay some bills because you know like you kept bitches i am a businessman okay but anyway we are going to be back right after these messages from our sponsors i'm pretty sure most of you are familiar with the line from the notorious big black and ugly as ever however So I'm here to tell you about Black and Ugly, a clothing line where the phrase itself is an oxymoron and it is not everything that you think. Rather, it's everything you think it's not. Here at Black and Ugly, you are going to find unique pieces of clothing from hats to hoodies to sweatpants to camouflage pants to backpacks to little pins that you can put on your backpack as well as your clothing down to jackets, hockey shirts, so on and so forth. And mind you, this is not your typical average wear. No, this is wearable art created by a black woman for for the people by the people. This is like FUBU 2.0. Black and ugly. It's everything that you think it's not. Be sure to head on over there and let them know that the Royal Hour, Prince Onyx, sent you. Ow. Alrighty, and we are back. Whew, I had to cool off after that last segment, y'all. Uh, this is another on the fly episode, by the way, because, like, child, I was going to record throughout the week, but I had came across another tweet. I know, right? I'm always coming across these tweets. But no, this tweet was about procrastination, which I have been dealing with for so long. And it was basically telling me, it was giving me motivation to, instead of me trying to like jump on the ladder of success, going from 10 to 100, go step by step, take it one day at a time. So I was like, you know what, let me apply that to my songwriting. So long story short, was working, I've worked on a couple of songs that I'm writing, listening to some beats. I'm manifesting that I will obtain the exclusive rights for these beats, okay? Um, And so I had came with some verses that are really fucking dope. I'm telling y'all, when I drop this music, Bitch, y'all finna be sick of me, okay? Like they like they like the sound bite off TikTok. Y'all finna be sick of me, okay? Like y'all finna be sick of me. 
But anyway, <laughs> um, had to cool off after that segment. Um, and again, I was going to record throughout the week, but uh, I didn't. So here we are with the on the fly. So this segment, <laughs> this segment right here, we are going to talk about Kendrick Lamar's new album and the reaction from mainly black gay Twitter. Now, before y'all try to crucify me, I'm going to just say this. Fuck y'all. <laughs> like, I, like if you thought I was going to say something prolific, no. It's like, seriously, fuck y'all. And I say that because, hear me out. A lot of y'all use emotion versus logic, and y'all forget to understand context. There's this ep- there's the episode, Jesus Christ. There's this song called Aunt's Diaries, where he's talking about his aunt who has transitioned from female to male. Therefore, now she is he, and he gained, Kendrick gained an uncle. But this happened when he was a child. And again, Kendrick being from the era where he was from, where you could say the F word, you know, you fuck it, you can say faggot. You can say the F word a thousand times, you wouldn't get crucified. Whereas nowadays you do get crucified and cancel culture, all of this shit. So you have people, I ain't going to say no fucking names, but you got people who I fucks with heavy who are in their feelings about the shit. And I get it because the F word is oftentimes the last word that gay people have heard before being killed along with other derogatory slurs and terms. I get that. I'm never finna take that shit away. I'm never finna not hold people accountable because motherfuckers are ignorant. Let us live and have our fucking lives, goddammit. What I am saying is that people are so upset talking about, oh, his execution was poor, this is whack, and da-da-da-da-da. It's like, yo, he's explaining his situation. Like, literally, uncles in his family wanted to fight his aunt who transitioned into a man. And he, as a child, never understood that when he asked his mom and he would ask his mom, why are they trying to fight, you know, fight so-and-so? And she couldn't even fucking explain it, even though she knew what it was. It was transphobia because as he described his aunt, who is now a man in the song, it's like this person always had money. So you couldn't say that they was broke. They always got, you know, whoever they wanted, you know, shit, got bitches, you know, always had a bad bitch on, on his arm. Like, you know, the aunt who is now an uncle, like was clearly a pivotal person in his life to where he would have to defend his his aunt turned uncle from the kids at school who were bullying and teasing. You know what I'm saying? Because they didn't understand and he didn't understand. He's explaining that as a black cishead man that it's like, yo, I've experienced the trans experience and the trans life by way of a family member close to me who I give a fuck about. And this is my thoughts about it. Y'all forget that and that he's he's uh, he's doing something that a lot of y'all we want straight people to like understand us and you know either you want them to accept you tolerate whatever not tolerate but accept and get over and just deal with it we're here we're queer type shit y'all want them to be like hey yo we hey it's no problem it is what it is live y'all life yada 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 but it's the way that y'all get so angry y'all get so angry when a motherfucker is trying and i'm tired of it it's like yo y'all use y'all emotions so y'all wake up perpetually angry Because y'all are looking for somebody to be the next victim of your bullshit, of your emotional trauma dumping, which is why the point of this album that he just released is to get over your fucking is to acknowledge your past and present traumas and move the fuck on. Because a lot of y'all is holding on to that shit, no matter how happy y'all try to make y'all seem, y'all are holding on to your past fucking traumas and y'all are not trying to move on. And I'm just so fucking tired of this shit, Joe. I'm tired of it. I'm fucking tired of it, man. Like, what the fuck? Like, do we really want unity in the black community or do we continue, Do we want more division? What is it? Who is paying y'all to tweet this bullshit? Tell me. Who is paying y'all to tweet this bullshit? Who is tweeting y'all to be so fucking perpetually angry that you... Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry, I'm burping, but fuck it. Who is paying y'all to be this perpetually angry to where y'all can't see the forest from the goddamn trees? The call is coming from inside the fucking house. And a lot of you bitches are declining that call, but it's going to keep bring bringing again, bitch. So answer the fucking phone. Face your fears. Face your traumas. Look at the man, woman or person in the mirror and acknowledge your fuck ups. Acknowledge that him as a celebrity, Kendrick Lamar, is asking that you do not worship him. You do not praise him and put him on a pedestal that you're going to then knock him down from when he shows you his flaws, which is another aspect of this album, especially with the heartbeat song is stop fucking worshiping celebrities because they are human at the end of the day. Yes, they have more money than us. Yes, they are famous. Yes, they have all of this stuff. They can afford a $250,000 ticket to the goddamn Met Gala. But God fucking damn it. God fucking damn it. They are human. They fuck up, too. Leave them alone. 
acknowledge that they are that they have their fuck ups. You can support them, but don't try to don't become this. Don't become this blind follower, this worshiper of them. Don't do it. Don't. Because then you can disappoint it. You get disappointed when the Hollywood dreams end in a blunder. And that's word to fucking Mariah the Scientist. Which, hell, on a side note to the non-black bitch, that you, the non-black hoe-ass nigga, bitch-made-ass fool who tried to drag her and her singing ability, talking about, oh, I had a dream that she invited me on stage to sing. And I said, I, I jokingly said, I can't sing. And she said, me neither. And we laughed about, bitch, fuck you. And then you then you put that condescending reply under your tweet talking about, y'all stream my girl's project, you know, her latest album and her EP. I don't want her judging me, did it? I don't want her attacking me. Fuck you too. Fuck out of here. God damn it. Oh, I just, whew, child, didn't I say I had to cool off after that last May segment? Then I go into this child, you know what? Look, look, in conclusion, I give the album an eight out of 10, 8.9 out of 10. People need to leave him the fuck alone. And then in that song where he was talking about R. Kelly, I'm pretty sure he was pointing out the hypocrisies of how motherfuckers judged him and said all this hor- horrific shit and just, you know, dragging him and canceling him. But motherfuckers is still bumping. Look, niggas is still bumping Step in the Name of Love in the Chocolate Factory and it seems like you're ready, boy. Oh shit, not boy, are you ready? Oh Jesus. Girl, are you ready? Like, ch- ch- like okay, like, look. <laughs> I'm not trying to lay. Fuck it, I am laughing because I said, boy, are you ready? Oh, child. No, because I remember T.S. Madison had made a joke. She she made a parody of the song one time on her show. And she was like, I can smell your cologne. Hope this nigga ain't got drawers on. <laughs> and I was just like, that was dying. <laughs> but anyway, y'all, in conclusion, on my way out, because it's going to be a short episode. Stop being perpetually angry. Leave Megan Thee Stallion alone. Um, I want to have the same career, the same career trajectory and energy with Mariah as Mariah the Scientist. Leave Kendrick Lamar alone. Stop again. Stop being perpetually angry. Face your past and present trauma so that you can move forward into the future. And black unity all the fucking way around. And stop the damn stupid gender wars, the pick me wars, the homophobia, the biphobia. Oh, and for you bisexual and pansexual niggas, stop treating gay men as placeholders. And it's just a lot. But anyway, fuck y'all. I'm out. Peace. And love y'all to my royal court who stays listening since day motherfucking one. Trust me, when I get all of the accolades and everything that's coming my way don't think i'm going to fucking forget y'all because i won't yeah er you heard yeah okay i tried to do that new york shit kendra don't hate me (laughs) peace